You're listening to Home Truths. Home, Home Truths. Truths. Home, Home Truths. Truths. Stories of strength and songs of hope from men experiencing homelessness in Brisbane, Australia. Listening to Home Truths, stories of homelessness and strength from men experiencing homelessness in Brisbane. In this series, we've looked at some of the life challenges that sometimes result in men becoming homeless. Despite these challenges, everyone we spoke to had some light in their lives, something that gives them happiness and hope, the strength to carry on. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from adverse events that occur in your life. Living in a homeless shelter provides a respite from the stress of poverty, interpersonal conflict and unemployment that can help people get their heads together and find a sense of hope in their lives. For Ashley, who has had a life-changing accident, he has discovered it can also be a source of strength to help him help others. When you're homeless, like, it's it's a hard game, you know, like, if you don't know what to do or you can't express yourself. Some people just sit back and watch. They don't know that what that everything's around them that they can access and all that. The one thing that's kept me going through all of this is I know I can do it. Making that effort, that little bit more extra effort, that's all I've got to do. Not giving up on myself. In the end, like, it's to help. It's helping me, I think, because we, we are humans, we're, we're really judgmental, you know? And I think it's a thing, like, if you feel like you're lesser, you'll put that person, try and make them lesser. We know everybody just has to be nice to each other, you know? I just want to be a sort of, a more of a common ground. But at the end of the day, like, all I say to everybody is just, don't give up because you can't do it. At least try a couple of times. Because if you try once, you might fail. You might never fail again. But there's a reason we've all got those different things. That person there can, can use his physicalness to help that person. That person uses brain to help that person. You know, or they work together. And that's how, how we're supposed to be. Like. Plus I look at like when kids come up, growing up, niece and nephews and stuff and that's like what they remember of me and that. Yeah, oh, he was simple when he drank and that, you know, simple as in stupid, acting mad and that. And like at some point I think I actually thought it was cool, you know, they look at the, oh, that button, oh, yeah, you know, you think like that, yeah, I'm the mad one. And you sort of play on it, I think, to my own self in my head. And then like you're sober, you think like, man, that's like I've got split personality. And that's another bit where it just comes down to, see, it's all coming down to getting to know 
who I am inside because when I get to know who I am inside I can better myself if I can show people that difference especially it's good when you've gone down into the mud right down to the nitty gritty like you've been there people are looking like he was such a runner madman or something yeah silly like an idiot then see me change around and then go whoa he done that I can do that I think, I do think it was meant to be. Over the years, no, I'd had the daydreams of what I, like if I had to ask what I would have been. But then, at the end of those thoughts, I always remember certain things might not have, I might not have been around family at that time and that. And then you think, wait a sec, I was with them that time they met such their partner now. You think, would that have happened? Like, yeah, I look at it like it could have changed different aspects of other people's lives. Don't give up. Keep going. It's all just that task now, just finding myself, but doing it like through counselling that. Now that I'm going through the Murray courts, I uh, got too drunk, trying to run in front of cars, then laying on the road. Someone come over, I think this is from what the statement, because I can't remember none of it, because I, I had medication in my system too that made me like sort of loop out more. The person went to help me up and I punched them, but then the statement of the person, they said that I followed them and then hit them from behind. Oh, but I haven't seen that, seen the pictures yet, which I should next court date, uh, court date sorry. Because it's taking control of you, you're letting it, and because your unbalancedness, one of the church brothers gave me years ago when I was living, God uh, gives his hardest battles for his strongest soldiers, meaning he only gives us what we can handle. Many of the men we spoke to had come from life situations that culminated in the breakdown of their closest relationships. Many were angry and hurting and were using the time to try to work through their confusion about what had happened to their families, even if that sometimes meant venting. Brad, a young man with schizophrenia, was using his musical skills to this end. When we first met him, he was missing his family and angry at his ex-partner. He was only beginning his mental health journey to healing. It's about my children that I haven't seen for three years. I wrote a song, I had a dream about them, so I got up and wrote a song down and let's see how it goes. Bust me a beat, turn over the mic for what I'm a break. It's gonna be tired to represent heartbreak from the east to the west. Listen to the words that pump through my chest. I don't know, I've got schizophrenia and I've got a clear path to the other side. I don't hear voices, I just get dreams. The man I talked to in my dream, he had fire in his eyes. On Father's Day, I don't know who my father was. I was on the end of the cliff and it was in my dream. Everyone was teasing me, making fun of me, all the bullies from high school and all that. Because I got red hair, I got picked on a lot. And um, I was at the end of the cliff and I was going to jump off the cliff. And then I, I got down to my knees and I yelled out, Father, where are you? The next minute, a man appeared in the sky and he said to me, Apollo, restore order. Lose my boys, hold them and sacrifice. Most of my crazy life, been in so much strife, losing my boys. Most of my crazy life, I've been in so much strife, losing my boys, older men sacrifice. Most of my crazy life, been in so much strife, losing my boys. 
So where you at? You coming from this town? If you can have a happy ride, I'll take you to the ground. You're just another kid that's all alone on the phone. Trying to get out in the world to make it on your own. You never realise what kind of shit I've been through. It's enough to drive a lonely kid to military school. People always teasing me and calling me a fool. Even in high school, just trying to be cool. And in the future, when I won, turn on my sons and tell them why I'm on the run. It was Father's Day too. Well, he called me Apollo. And yeah, I don't right. know who Apollo was, and I did a research. Who is Apollo? He's the Greek god, yeah. Right. And so I told mental health that I my dream, and they told me that I've got schizophrenia. Yeah, he's Apollo on the earth, yeah. The only god walking around with humanity, yeah. For being so much strife, losing my boys, ultimate sacrifice, most of my crazy life. Being so much strife, losing my boys. Flashback from the past, you know we had a blast, but you stuffed up so that you feelings stay in the past. You used me and abused me and you hurt me so much. Cheated on me, my best friend. Packed up your bags, took all my sons and left me in Queensland. Hate you, Brenda, you know you lie. You get a big head when you see me cry. So I hold my head up high and look into the sky and see my range and now's the time to change. Had enough of all females, mind games. Well, my life had so much pain. Want to be happy in LA, sipping the champagne. I'm a shows why I'm a Dan, I'm no failure. Living a ghetto life out of Mount Jewel, Australia. You're listening to Home Truth. I'm an angel on the side of the road. At the end of four months of being supported at the Oscar shelter, he had become more calm. talented musician who's been part of the Whoopi Doo crew for a few years. Music has been an important source of creativity, release of tension, and a way to work through anger and resentment he had over events in his past. 
are listening to Home Truths. In the 90s, I was uh, hanging out with this stilt-walking troupe and we would, we would, um, got, uh, got a job to do at um, one of the Pride festivals and it was, uh, a very, uh, it was still pretty highly um, contentious. Well, I think it only had just become legal to be homosexual in Queensland. So you grew up like that and so we all got dressed up appropriately in there and I had um, fishnet stocking suspenders on, a bit of like, uh, a bit of the time warp was happening, you know, at the place, you know. And so, and I was the uh, sort of roadie for the group, so I'd taken away and I was coming back with stilts and stuff all. And I was going through Water Street at the city there. And, you know, I got picked up. I was doing um, 65 in the 60 zone. So, and then I, they pulled over and, you know, they said, oh, and in the back I had all these, I'd been doing some political stuff and I had all these leaflets which had the hemp leaf on it. And they said, oh, mate, what's this? And they went right, and I said, "No, well, come on, you take me away." And they said, "Down to the station." So I went to the station, and then we got in there, and they said, "Take your clothes off." And I went, "Can I just get a lawyer or a, you know, a nurse or something before we start taking the clothes off? Because this didn't seem right, you know." And I, 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 and like you know, all the boys were in the front section, you know, like and I was going, oh, "It just doesn't." Seem How right. many of them? Oh, you yeah, know, the usual eight. Eight of them, one of you, without any. Yeah, no, and no one around. And I said, oh, you know, where is it? And they, um, and they said, no, nah, it's not how it worked like that, mate. And they all sort of got round me and just said, you know, the boys, if you've got a smart mouth, you know, lawyer or doctor, just like, and just started to bang elbows, like left and right. So I went from back, forward, left, right, you know, a couple of times, I sort of forgot after a while. And then um, they, three of the youngest boys picked me up. You know, you know, if you know Roma Street, they take you down the back, you can go right to the back to the padded cell bit. And as I was going there, there's all these various cells and, you know, with everyone in there, the drunk tanks and everything. And, and so they would shove me up against each window as we went down, and, you know, because everyone's there. It's like, woohoo, another one's copping the, the, copping the shit as he goes down the back. They train all week, you know, and, um, you know, you've got you to practice this stuff. And um, for those who enjoy the art of sadism, and then I got into the um, place, I'm sort of, sort of, you know, going, ah, where's the lawyer, where's the nurse? And they're going, not here, and there's like one guy there, one guy there, and one guy behind me. And then that was it, I realised I was gone. And the head was down, knee on the head, knee on the back. Two guys, they're there, and then the other guy, the boat, pulled the pants down, got the legs right apart, right in there. And I think they were actually quite disappointed that I didn't have anything because I sort of probably was making out that I had something, but I knew I didn't. So that's why I was probably a bit more confident because I had nothing. And then uh, it was all, and then I just, they sort of left. And I got up and I went, okay, okay. And you know, there's piss and vomit around the place, and I, I thought, whoa, that was a bit rough. And I saw blood start dripping down, and then you know, I just saw my hands all covered in blood, and I sat there, all oh, right. And then after about half an hour, this bloke comes in and he goes, what have you done to yourself? And I went, and then, you know, can I get a, can I get a doctor and a nurse or something? You know? And they go, no, no. And then we, we took me back out, and then they put me in, and, I, and in front of the thing where you sign yourself out and give you the bail and everything. And, and I said, um, I was in here, I came in here with uh, nothing on me or wrong with me, and got all this blood, and they go, sir. Nothing, nothing happened here, mate. Just get out. I said, all right. And I'm walking out, knocking the door. And then, you know, one of the guys with all the stars, the inspectors or something, I thought, oh, here's a guy in authority. Oh, mate, look, I came in here with nothing on. I got a lot of blood and stuff. And he goes, oh, mate, I'm, I'm just the cleaner. I don't know what's going on. You know, and he's got all the lapels and everything like that. And then I just gave up and just said, oh, right, right. And I just walked from Roma Street to West End. And just a uh, bit of a shock and thought, oh, that was an interesting way to be raped by the state. I got charged with assault. 
So if I had pled guilty, but I pleaded not guilty, I've made um, reports to the CJC and all that sort of stuff. We had interviews and they came up and they said, oh, we can talk to them and ask them to apologise if they decide that they did something and nothing ever happened. Police investigating, police, haha, you know. But I went through all the motions and it was there, it's on record. But you know, I still held the chip on my shoulder a little. But since Tom's been writing the song for me, I've got rid of that chip and I feel like we've exercised it a little. And I've just realised that, you know, it's a mixture of authority and my bit of rebelliousness. Like we were on the train, on the train coming home yesterday and everyone was all perfectly right, the police were there, but then this little guy, a young adult, gets on with his skateboard and the police just went straight to him. ID, mate. You know, he hadn't done a single thing. It was just youth and that's your problem mate. I've learned to do everything right and just shut up, you know, and I won't be raped again. For Red, hope and meaning came from his lifelong interest in music. He became involved in the Whoopi Doo crew while living in the homeless shelter and is now living in secure housing with a new partner. He is now a solid member of the music group. Everything changed when I heard Chuck Berry One day do what did he the next year, yeah First guitar, eight years old I was sold on rock and roll Rock and roll is always a dream You wanna erupt, you wanna scream Rock and roll's a dream, you wanna rant Rock and roll always understands I was a trucker with a wife and son I focused on the road, turned the radio off In my head was the music In my head was the song On the weekend, put on a record Turn it up loud till you hear the crack So Bowie at the showgrounds playing the bar I fell asleep at night as a rock and roll star Rock and roll is always a dream You wanna erupt, you wanna scream Rock and roll's a dream, you wanna rant Rock and roll always understands Anybody? Mrs. got the shits up and left I ended up in jail, jail. Things got desperate, I can't take it Everything's changed when I heard child buried One day do I did it, the next yeah, yeah, yeah Put it on behind me before I'm too old Get together people, let's rock and roll Rock and roll is always a dream you wanna erupt, you wanna scream Rock and roll's a dream, you wanna rant Rock and roll always understands Rock and roll is always a dream You wanna erupt, you wanna scream Rock and roll's a dream, you wanna rant Rock and roll 
always understands. Yeah, I'm still trying to rewrite it. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I try and make it rhyme. I, I write words and I, for some reason I just got to make them rhyme. So. <coughs> I've taken bits of lines and bits and pieces out of it and just rearranged it again to make it rhyme. Well, I, I don't know, you know, it's a bit of poetry, I suppose. Yeah. You're listening to Home Truths. I'm an angel on the side of the road. Well, it's based on a Leo Copkin tune. That one is. Yeah. The other one's are not. I just oh, added yeah, the yeah. Leo Copkin riff in it. So where did you discover Leo Copkin? Oh, back in the early 90s, I think. Yeah. I'd come across a record. No. Is it you can I found it on TV on a Rage scene. And oh, I actually right. did on Rage when it first, rage. Rage when oh, it first came oh, out. Well, I actually recorded it on the old cassette like you know, VHS. the old uh, VHS yes. thingo. And there he was, this bloke on a 12 string, yeah. and standing up there all by himself, yeah. and off he went. And I sat there gobsmacked, and then, well, threw the pick away and yeah. wanted to do the same thing, you know what I mean? I'd... playing country stuff, you know what I mean? Get off the rock and roll, and uh, yeah. that's the reason why now I don't use the pick. Nah, it's a little Because now I'd like to do the bass and rhythm and everything at the same time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, he was pretty really late. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw our cocky um, play in Adelaide Live. <laughs> now, I was working one Saturday morning in town, yeah. uh, doing my tipper work, and um, went past the Her Majesty's Theatre, and there it was, one night only, Leo Cocky. <laughs> now, by the time I dropped the truck off to the boss and everything else, it was after 8 o'clock, and I wasn't going to go from Campbelltown all the way into town. By the time I got there, the show would have been over. So I missed him. Uh, yeah, as I said, I worked all Saturday, yeah, so I couldn't couldn't do it. Oh well, you know, six days of work, I'll never do tip of work again. Never. You wouldn't give it to me worse, mate. You, you don't get out of the truck, that's the problem. You don't get out of the truck. Well on container work what I used to do, at least you can stand around on the wall for a couple of hours, you know what I mean? It takes them forever to do anything down there. You've been listening to Home Truths. If you'd like to help Auscare deliver specialist homeless services and give people experiencing housing crisis assistance, you can donate money, goods or your time. Visit www.auscare.org.au to find out more. The program was produced by Kim Stewart, Craig Garrett, Renee Jones and Nick Huntington with the support of Community Radio 4ZZZ and the Brisbane City Council Creative Sparks Fund. The Creative Sparks Fund is a partnership between the Queensland Government and Brisbane City Council to support local arts and culture in Brisbane.